And welcome back to God Hates Jags. We're officially on Firemeyer Watch. The hashtag is trending. Uh, is it? Back, yeah, I mean, yeah, on the Twitter. Patrick, you don't have Twitter, so you don't know. Trending means nothing to you. Is it trending locally? Shimmer has Twitter. He just doesn't use it. He uses it solely to, like, to, to what's it called? To, like, uh, God Hates Jags pod at Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm immediately having a brain fart. Ten seconds, and then I'm having a brain fart on a word. What's it called when you don't ever type anything? You just watch in the shadows. A lurker? Yeah, you're a lurker. That's what you are. Lurker. Yeah. Mm. He watches me post when I post on Twitter, but he keeps it all secretive. Uh, Firemeyer watches live, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Firemeyer has definitely been catching steam the past couple weeks. My favorite is, like, people try to get, like, other things. Like, like, what do we call them? This, like, you know, cancel urban or something? And people are like, no, Firemeyer. It's perfect already. Yeah. Yeah, What else would you call it? Come on, people. Disturb the herb. Disturb the herb. <laughs> herb the herb. Disturb the herb is actually decently good. Oh, that's a pretty good one. I'll do my best to see if that one, if anybody wants to make that a thing. Hashtag. I think uh, we're also we're also now officially eliminated from playoff contention. So nice. We deserve that. December. I'm surprised it happened 12th? so late. That's pretty good. Yeah. December twelfth. That's not bad. We nearly made. That was it to one Christmas. of our questions earlier in the year. I forgot. It was like, which will come first? We're eliminated from playoffs or something. I don't remember. But who knows? Urban will finger blast his second co-ed. Ah. We saw which one, we saw which one came true. It could have already happened, though. I don't think the first one was a co-ed, at least. So. Yeah, I don't know. That's just the word you use now. You got to exaggerate it some. The story's got to get a little bit wilder every time it gets retold. So yeah, that's where we're at with, with Urban there now. But uh, fishing stories. Yeah, I will say my favorite thing because like it's so abundantly obvious that we should fire Urban Meyer. Everyone across Jack's fandom wants him fired so badly that he's definitely not getting fired for at least a couple of years. Like Shad Khan, about thirty minutes ago of us starting recording, uh, there was like some tweets coming out how he like spoke with the, all the coaches today, but and basically just said like tighten things up some. Which is like means that's like nothing. So if like if the owner his big words of wisdom is just tighten it up some, like Urban's not going anywhere. He's safe for years. He's a a billionaire. He's an absentee owner. But he has several like business ventures that continuously make him money. He's a very important, powerful, rich person. Calls the heads of one of his most lucrative businesses. And his message is, tighten it up. Yeah, you know, tighten I mean, I don't blame Khan at all. He makes, like, you know, X amount of money off the Jags every year, and he would have to exert so much more energy just to make a tiny bit more money off the Jags each year. Like, it's not worth it. If you could do zero work and still make, I don't even know yeah. what a number is, a half a billion dollars a year or whatever it is, why try harder? Why try harder? I mean, as an NFL can't owner, blame you basically buy into the club to make money. Like, it really doesn't matter how it's like a, the franchise is. It's like killing yourself to get the A when, you know, you could probably take it easy and, and get a B. Yeah, and dude. Every, you still graduate like everybody else, yeah. you know? Take those Bs to the bank. <laughs> They're all going collecting billions. I mean, what's the extra billion 
for something that's obviously not working. Right? Dude, all Bs would get you out of class early to go see like an assembly or a that's basketball game. That, yeah, I know, okay. dude. Those were the best back in the day. The D students couldn't get out of class to watch those assemblies. We got to. Losers. I usually got to. Oh, we got the first losers of the podcast. Our first uh, shout out to Urban there. So you say you speak <laughs> on behalf of uh, everyone when you say you want Urban fired. I, I mean, I don't like not want. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't Even know where I fall. Urban wants. Choose Urban your fired. words carefully, Patrick. Patrick. You're going to get our podcast canceled. I don't see. I have lost hope one way or the other. I don't like, see how. It doesn't matter if we fire him or not. The next guy's going to be just as bad. That's, that's, that's where I am. I don't like, it doesn't matter. hire the right person, even if he's fired. That's, that's my who is the? I was trying to think of who the right person is. You know who the right person is got. for at least one off season? Like not week one is a different story. Like urban, like urban was at least like, I think we were all kind of agreement before we actually hired him. We were like, I don't want urban. Like that's a lot of baggage. But then we were hiring like, yeah, let's get hyped for him. And then week one came. The guy that we need to hire in the offseason that at least be a fun story leading up to week one is Byron Leftwich. That would be a great homecoming story. That was my – Super Bowl portfolio. Yeah, but he's not going to leave unless – He's not going to leave unless Brady retires. No, he would leave to be a head coach. I think he would leave to be a head coach. I mean, that's pretty prestigious. He's only getting – I honestly think he's getting this shot, this one shot. And then that's yeah. It. If he waits a year after and they're, have, they either have, like, what, Blaine Gabbert or Kyle Trask, there goes his head coaching chances. Like, he's got to cash in off of a Tom Brady MVP season. Hey, Kyle Trask isn't that bad, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's getting a, a guy a head coaching job, though. Um, all right. So, that I mean, I'll come up with a different one, but that was my three question because oh, I think dude. it's the most Jaguar-y thing for us well, to do would be to hire Byron. So, like, what what does the future hold for the Jaguars if Byron Leftwich is our coach? I mean, probably not good. But I don't know, man. I Matt. don't think he's going to hear girls' butts, and I don't think he's going to call <laughs> his coaches losers to their face. So, like, that's I think a step he's probably up, probably would be better. He would probably get more wins than Urban Meyer, but does anyone here think Super Bowl head coach – See, I'm not even hiring head coaches for how many wins they get nowadays. First, I just need a head coach that doesn't do like the stupid off the field stuff. Like, I don't give up on the wins. <laughs> I don't give a shit about the off the field stuff. That's the thing. Yeah, me neither. I want us to. I want us to win. I think. Well, this is completely hypothetical. I think Byron Leftwich would pull a better staff around him because people would want to work with him. I think, but I was kind of thinking about this earlier. How like the off season. We had, like, like well, we were sold on the fact that, like, the stars align. You got the first pick. You got this generational quarterback coming out. You have the highest cap space. And now you're getting, like, your prize head coach. Like, everything lined up for us. Going into this offseason, we could still have the first pick or second, which is basically the first because there's no, like, quarterback up there. And we're not taking one even if there is. Which is kind of worse for us, though. Yeah, but I mean, I like, wish that I'm there was a quarterback that was going first overall because then we got the best be, available. Just wait. Every year Bryce Young is going to go first overall. I think but so we're not, too. We're, even if we get the number one, we're not going to take them. So that doesn't matter. But, I'm, saying, I'm saying if we had the second overall pick, I want the no, like, best on the board. Uh, that's not the a quarterback. The point would be like if this is last year we had our quarterback, then there's like four or five. Everybody's talking. Like it went one, two, three quarterback. We would have more leverage for a trade. But this but year, it, 
there isn't. It, it seems like if we go into this offseason with a one or two overall pick, we still have, like, all this cap space because we didn't bring in anyone substantially on a contract in free agency. But if we stick with Urban, we're still going to have the same head coach. So, like, I, I just don't trust no it. one's it's coming here. All over he, you know Urban what I've noticed? Fired, no one's coming here. What I've noticed I know. With, with the higher our draft pick is, the harder it is for us to fuck it up, right? Like, you can name a couple times we have <laughs> – like uh, Jokel, right? But uh, uh, Bortles, Fowler, Bortles. Fowler. Those are all top three picks. But Four also nine. Jalen Ramsey, right? Tony Baselli, Trevor. These are so obvious choices that they had to make them. Josh. Only Allen. one of those is a like all pro lifetime Jag though. Like even Ramsey wasn't in hind. You know he's a good Ramsey pick, was but he wasn't still a great the Jag pick. No, I know, but he wasn't a great Jack because we weren't able to hold on to him. Either way, you, yeah, should, I, you, know, I you should have no chance to fuck it up picking in the top you ten. Know. You should have no chance no, to fuck it up. No, that's not true. People fuck it up in the top ten every year. Yeah, shitty teams. <laughs> Good teams. Not top. always. <laughs> always. We do. We, I don't I know. Mean, are we talking about a draft or are we talking about Urban Meyer? Which one are we fucking up first? It's the same the shit. <laughs> it, they both suck. I mean, we're in a reason we're talking about the draft is Urban Meyer. Exactly, not doing a good job, and our team is garbage. All right, I'm gonna bring it back to Shad Khan real fast because we're in a stalemate because Urban Meyer isn't gonna have heart problems because if he has to step away, he has to give up the money, so he's gonna keep showing up to work every day. Isn't that what George? I think there's there's a George Costanza episode where he just keeps showing up to work to try to get fired. And he thinks he even is fired, but he just shows up anyway. That's just that's that's awesome. Urban Meyer. He's gonna keep showing up space. until he's forced the door so he no, can the, get his money. The Stan's episode is he gets fired, or but he, he quits, keeps showing up, and then he he quits, has second thoughts, and just shows up the next day and pretends like he did it. Okay, well that's not Urban. Once he does get fired, he's gonna be running to the bank no, with all of his money. If there is something in the clause in the contract that's like you have to finish the season, or for whatever reason, if you resign before mm-hmm. X, like. Then it makes perfect sense. He's literally just waiting until this date that guarantees him some cash, and then he's quitting. And I think everyone in the building knows it. Has there been, besides Bobby Petrino, has there been an NFL coach that walked away? What do you mean? Like mid-season? Doug Marone did that and then became an assistant coach for the Jacks. Well, that was after the season, in like, the middle of the season. A mid-season, well, so, the coach stepping like down mid-season? Uh, yeah. John Gruden just did. Well, under the circumstances. Well, yeah, he didn't walk. <laughs> the yeah. same thing happened to Petrina. He got didn't offered it? a job there. Uh, what was uh, Bill Belichick? He got fired by the Browns. He got caught with a co-ed. And... <laughs> Belichick, he was hired by the Jets technically for a day, right? And then he just like changed his mind or something. Yeah. But I guess that's yeah, not that's, that's not what Patrick's saying. It's not a mid season, like just you know, the coach quitting, but it's yeah. at least it's a, in the ballpark of the coach being the What's one that turned you down. Josh McDaniels took the job at the Colts and then Oh yeah, that's a really good one. Well he learned back that to from the Belichick. Yeah. Uh, Josh McDaniels well, hired an entire staff and then quit. Like yeah. god damn. That's, that's awesome. I would take Josh McDaniels. <laughs> that's not awesome. That's horrible. I hate Josh Daniels. 
Mick Mick I Daniels. I would take him. Yeah. I mean, I would take anybody because whatever. It's something new to talk about. We don't have to talk about Urban Meyer hating Jason Robinson I, I for just, a third week like, in a row. What I was saying with like having the same head coach with like you still got a pretty good opportunity with the high draft pick and the cap space. Dude, like if we if we ruin Trevor, which like I know it's still You know early, we are like dude, I I don't know if I can I don't that. think we have. Not yet. We're getting there. Once getting every, worse. I know. ten to fifteen years, there's the generational QB prospect. And it's just that, you know, like the second you become an NFL starter, like the prospect part goes away because that's useless now. It's just what you have you done in the NFL. But it's still it's something to hold on to. We were able to get one. If this guy doesn't pan out, like we're fucked. That's the most Jags thing ever. We've tried first-round picks. We tried, you know, six-round Minshew. We tried fourth-round Garrard. Like, we're running out of, of rounds to try quarterbacks. Like, I mean, I'm not – I have not given up on him. No, yeah, I'm not saying that. People are, have the hot takes of, like, he's a bust yeah, and all that. The whole team is absolutely horrible. The wide receivers literally run into each other and fall over each other well, yesterday. That, but I mean, I'm saying if – Trevor does end up being a buzz for us. That would be the most Jags thing ever, and I wouldn't even be surprised. I think this is actually a good transition to an unanswered question from last week. Uh, essentially, all the receivers who have gotten a target from Trevor over the course of this season, okay? Oh, um, uh, yeah. I'm going to read you this inspiring list. Wait, didn't we have an over-under on this? Set, a, set an over-under. Uh, well, how about you all just guess? How many receivers do you think have gotten a target? Just wide receivers. A catch a or target. a target? A target. Just wide receivers? Uh, I'll say uh, 12. I was going to say 9. 11 wide receivers Damn, I was have gotten say. a target. Let me read you this inspiring <laughs> list. Are you guys ready? <laughs> Number one, DJ Chark. He's on IR. Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault. We also have Tyron Johnson, cut. Devin Smith, cut. Laquan Treadwell, Philip Dorsett, cut. Jamal Agnew, IR. Tavon Austin, John Brown, cut. Jaden Mickens, <laughs> added two weeks ago. <laughs> Mickens had better. one target yesterday, and it, it resulted in an interception. Like, <laughs> Only eight of those people even caught a ball, by the way. Dude, Treadwell's our best wide receiver. Like, no. By not. far. Not ah. even close. So another thing. Who's our best wide receiver at, right now? Like on the roster right now. Who's another Jones? comment that I made, and I told you I would check to see if I was correct, which was James Robinson has the best hands on the team. That's what I said, right? So I decided to look at catches. Uh, versus targets to see who has the best percentage. And coming in tied for number one, James Robinson with 28 catches on 40 targets. Nice. He's tied with Dan Arnold, who also has 70%. Ugh, missy Surprisingly, Dan. number three, LaVisca Chenault at 62.7%, the third best percentage. Uh, we have Agnew, Oshak, Hennessy, and then at 60.9, Austin, Tavon Austin, and Marvin Jones only catches 60.7 balls. Uh, so he has 54 catches 
on 89 targets. <laughs> it's hmm. really not good. And coming in at 53.8%, Laquan Treadwell caught 14 balls on 26 targets. Uh, DJ Chark, in case you're wondering, before he got hurt, 31%. Jesus. So I think Trevor's only thrown one touchdown pass in the past six weeks. Kind of makes sense now. That's what I'm saying. This is the worst group of wide receivers I remember being on a Jaguar team. So that must tell you how bad they truly are. Like, think about how many of these dudes have been on at least three football teams. I don't remember. I remember Devin Smith yeah. made that one great uh, preseason catch. I had no idea he got to the active roster at least one time this year, I, would, I guess. He played in a game. Wow. He got a job. target or more. Devin Smith. Yeah. We were hyped on the Tyron Johnson dude who's no longer on our team. And dude. The stupidest guy alive. Nah. I, yeah, I think he had a couple deep balls, like two or three, and he dropped them all. And apparently he was just speaking the of, stupidest person ever. Speaking of James Robinson, our uh, – one of our loyal listener got me this James Robinson signed football for my birthday. What? Pretty Ooh. cool. But I like how you're showing it to us, so we're looking at it on a podcast. <laughs> well, I'll, just, I'll describe it for the listeners. It looks like a uh, a football it's an oblong, and object. it's got a James Robinson signature on it. Yeah. What you don't know is it just. A- guy named james robinson who signed it <laughs> yeah is it uh, that worked at the authentic it's an authentic james number 30 robinson. Or 25 on it he wrote 25 on Ooh, it. that's fresh that's new Ooh. yeah man so i mean it's i'm not ever getting rid of it but like the fact that who knows next year that might be an irrelevant uh, <laughs> artifact if urban meyer's here next shocked. year james robinson will not be here like those two hate each other. There was a picture from the game yesterday when they were doing, you know, the uh, the anthem and all the players, like, line up and they, like, interlink arms. And uh, – oh, my phone fell. Uh, and Urban Meyer was with the fans or with the, the players, and he had James Robinson on one side and Marvin Jones on the other. And, like, all the players were, like, you know, really close linking arms. James Robinson and Marvin Jones were, like, feet away from Urban Meyer on both sides where, like, Urban had to, like, reach his arms out to try to, like, grab on. It was, like, I don't know, very embarrassing. It was, it was a very, like, don't fucking touch me, coach, kind of a picture, which is, like, dumb. It doesn't really mean anything, but it also, like, means a lot because, I don't know, that's just, like, stinks. the normal thing. Yeah, maybe it's just Dio, but. He's got that co-ed stick on him. I mean, we haven't even, I don't think we need to. I don't think we need to really talk about any of the games in the past two weeks. Uh, we haven't scored a point in like <laughs> months. Yeah, let me, hold on. I got some interesting, just things that I read and was just like, wow. So yeah, just hold your size until the end of this. But uh, so we lost twenty to zero to the Titans on Sunday uh, yesterday. Uh, Eighty-four yards in the first half. Uh, the Jaguars have not led in any of the last five games. They have trailed by double digits in the first half in all five games, uh, which, you know, we're not going to come back from that. They have produced 218 yards or fewer in four of the last seven games. They haven't scored a touchdown with or to take the lead since October 17th. Uh, we've been shut out. This is surprising. We've only 
been shut out four times in team history. It seems like it would be more than that. The um, last one was uh, 2009. Not even yeah, Gus Bradley or Mike Malarkey got shut out. Yeah, I actually remember that game. <laughs> um, this one was fun. We've uh, lost five straight. We've lost eight straight in Nashville. We've lost nine straight to the AFC South, 15 straight on the road. And this is our second five-game losing streak of the season. Uh, Titans Good. coach Mike Rabel, uh improved to only two and five in his career against rookie quarterbacks, both of those wins against Trevor Lawrence. Huh. Nice. Vrabel. Did you see the Vrabel-Urban Meyer handshake at the end? Yeah. And Vrabel was I, on his staff at Ohio State. So, like, they knew each other. Some. I know. Yeah, he was like – but even he took the higher road and was, like, trying to go out and do the normal coach thing. I know. Someone Urban. probably half his age was more professional than Urban Meyer. How is – like, every single thing Urban Meyer does is just With, so bad. like, probably one-fourth the years of coaching experience. Can I, it's so bad. It's so bad. I just had to check. Uh, I have one more stat for you. Um, what do you got? I love a good. St- I got a stat too, man. <laughs> We're last it up. This past stat Sunday, uh, Tom Brady outrushed the entire Jaguar team. <laughs> In fact, he doubled the amount of yards that we were able to produce as a team, sixteen to eight. Yeah, I saw He's eight 43. is the lowest that we've ever had ever. Like fourteen was like our previous lowest rush. Now wow. Eight. And how many dude, Brady eight have? yards is like from here to my front door. Yeah, dude. I'm convinced <laughs> with a decent offensive line, even I could get eight yards. Like if I had like an immunity charm areas. where I couldn't get – yeah, if I – you know, as long as I couldn't get injured, uh, I could get I think there was yards. only seven running plays the whole game. It was I think so one bad. of those was a scramble. Dude. But – And Brady made a sweet video. He made a video today. Brady on social – I'm sure he's not making it, but, you know – in no. his social media, he's still on the face that's getting recorded. It's still funny shit. Like he had a video of a uh, like Tony Romo called the Bucks game, and he was kind of like I guess poking fun at Brady being old and slow. And so like you know Brady was like editing in videos of him running with like sweet metal music in the background. And I was like, love it. I don't. I, yeah, I, I Brady don't, has I can't, like. I'm a Brady fan now. Once shit. Brady went to the NFC, I'm cool with him. Um. Watching the Bucks Bucks. after watching us is just, it's, oh, God. Some dude on Twitter, some fool was like, you know, if we're going to miss out on all the free agents, we're going to get stuck with Godwin. And everyone was like, you're a fucking moron. Like, Godwin would never come here in a million years. He was acting like that was like the, uh, you know, uh, consolation prize. If we make him the highest paid player in the NFL, he'll come here. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching the a little bit of the Packers Bears game last night, and I mean, I know I'm comparing like <laughs> a skateboard to like a Ferrari, but there was a play, just a very simple play, where Devonte Adams came kind of like a not a jet sweep because he ran in front of Rodgers, but Rodgers just dumped it off to him behind the line of scrimmage, and Devonte Adams, you know, looked like a horse running so good, and just stiff armed a dude. And, you know, it was probably a gain of, like, six yards. But just that one play, like, I was like, damn, dude, look how, like, smooth that one play looked and how 
both of those guys just look like like some of the best football players on the field. Dude, last night, Mercedes Lewis, 37-year-old Mercedes Lewis, caught like two or three balls, and he was like wide open. More separation than I've seen our dudes get all year. I was like, God damn it. Dan Arnold had to go on the IR, and I, I'm, and I'm still watching Mercedes Lewis catch open balls from Aaron Rodgers. It's just still the only first-round pick to catch an Aaron Rodgers touchdown. Nice. Does that still stand? Probably. They didn't. I don't know who they drafted this year, so probably. <laughs> Pretty sure Jordan, it does. Jordan Love's still just chilling on the bench. There was a guy in the uh, the uh, audience audience uh, fans. What do you call it? <laughs> Stands. Uh, stands. Like, yeah, in the stands. I feel like you don't call it the audience. Uh, they're an audience. Yeah, they're an audience. There was a guy at the game, you know, wearing like Packers gear, and he looked identical to Aaron Rodgers. Nice. It was really weird. Wisconsin, man. They all eat a lot There's of cheese. a lot of mullets. Grow, yeah, grow a lot of beards. But uh, <laughs> hey, I got a stat for you guys. Um, I won't tell you this year's yet. But uh, just take a stat. What year do you think we had the lowest points per game scored offensively? This one? Well, b- before we get to saying not b- without this one yet. Like, Oof. What year of our history do you think we scored the least amount of points per game? Uh, uh, last year. What do you Oof. think, Shimmer? Uh, like Blaine Gabbard's starting year. <laughs> what year was that? Let's go uh, 2009. 2009, I think. So you're half right. 2009 was a little pre-Gabbert, but it was Gabbert's first year. 2011, the Jags scored 15.2 points per game. This year, we are currently scoring uh, 13.8 points per game. Oh, my God. Almost about two points less than our worst ever season. Obviously, it could go up over the last – I don't know, four games, five games? I bet you that's, uh, like, one of the lowest in two decades. Yeah, at least. it's less than two touchdowns a game. Yeah. Like, you have to go out of your way to try to do that. <laughs> like, teams are just ass backwards falling into tons and tons of points. Um, the Chiefs scored, like, 41 points yesterday. The Chiefs yesterday probably scored more than we have in the past. Let's see, 0, 7, 14, 10, 17... Probably one, two, three, four, five, six. Our last six weeks equal what the Chiefs scored just yesterday. They scored like 35 points in a quarter. <laughs> We're so bad. We, why can't we do these things? It's so not fun. It's like watching a different sport. Dude, it really is. Like Our offense, I've, I've never seen – like something so like disorganized, like even from watching the Jaguars, let alone like the entire NFL. I remember uh, early in that game, we're down probably a touchdown or 10, 10 points, right? And we're on like the 55, 45, and it's like fourth and seven, right? And I'm thinking to myself, why don't you try a fucking fake punt or something? You have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Go stretches without wearing a headset. That's what the other thing I noticed. He's yeah. literally not doing I didn't doing see him communicate. I didn't see him communicate to a single person the whole game. I didn't see him talk to say a word, mouth a word, point, no type of communication whatsoever. He just looked 
like he just watches. He does. He's, yeah, I was. He's literally waiting out a clock. Like I, I really, I don't know what he does. Dude's me at a party, just looking at my phone. Like, bro, can I get out of here? Do you see this quote? I got this sent to me by my non-Jaguar friends from college. So this is. Uh, Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer asked about Andre Cisco playing more again. He said, Cisco's playing a little bit more, I believe. I don't have his numbers in front of me. Cisco played zero snaps yesterday or on Sunday. Oh, yeah. That was tweeted no by Demetrius Harvey. On. And then yeah. that tweet got on uh, Pat McAfee's show. And, like, I'm not a, I, I go back and forth. I'm not a huge Pat McAfee fan because he goes for, like, you know, the antics style but sometimes he's pretty funny and he was roasting us real hard with that tweet. They were having like moments of silence and stuff. And uh, it's just. Urban tried to say oh, Laquan as in Laquan Treadwell. He tried to say it like three times and then just called him Treadwell. Cause he couldn't, he doesn't know his he name. He calls them the Phoenix Cardinals multiple, even the week that we played the Cardinals, <laughs> he called them the Phoenix Cardinals. Yesterday, from, I don't remember what the context was, he talked about the Cardinals again and again called them the Phoenix Cardinals. He forgot that, Adam yeah. Dotz is his name. He, like, he does you not don't know care. anyone's name. And he then like, what shit. I was thinking about like when we hired him, he said, I spent a year studying this league. Like, he lied. He, he didn't. He lied about that. Teams. He doesn't know the names of the well, teams. He's been caught lying numerous <laughs> times throughout the season, and no one ever calls him out about yeah. the fact that something he's tells like, me he didn't he watch got the NFL for lying about the James Robinson uh, carry situation, where he's like, "No, I didn't bench him." You'll have to ask. You'll have to ask Bernie Parmalee. And then, like, the report comes out uh, uh, saying, "No." Urban benched him, and the only reason he went back in during garbage time is because Trevor was like, where's James Robinson, Herbs? And then he put him back in because he can't upset, you know, the only good thing that's come. I mean, somewhat. But no one has called him out for this. Like, his response to the report was, if we have a leak, I'm going to f- – I'll fire them within minutes. That's what he said. Like, that's your concern, dummy? Not <laughs> – not Stop trying any- to get me in f- trouble. He's just – Fuck. I'm so sick of this guy. (laughs) See, that's why I want. So like, again, you know, when you hire new people, like you have to be excited for a while because otherwise there's just no point in sports. The point is to like, try to be excited for something. Same thing that happens every year. You get, you're like, it's Jaguar football. You talk yourself into the hope, right? Right at when the beginning. When we hired Urban. Even though your brain is telling you, you've been hurt before. We know that you're going to be terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why I want Byron Leftwich, because we hired Urban. We got all excited. Like, you know, he's the, the CEO guy who's, like, in charge of everything. But it's, like, syndrome in The Incredibles, where if, like, when you're in charge of everything, you're in charge of nothing. And he – because he's, like he, – he's the CEO, but he doesn't do anything. At least Byron Leftwich – is an offensive coordinator that calls his own plays. That's all I want for our next head coach. I don't want a defensive guy. I don't want a special teams guy. I don't want a CEO guy. I just want an offensive guy that's going to work with Trevor, and maybe he'll suck and they'll flame out together, but at least, like, he'll be focusing 100% of his energy on Trevor. That's all I want. He was the offensive coordinator when Jameis threw 30 and 30, right? I'll I'll take take 30 and 30 right now. We could win some games with that. That was basically Peyton Manning's rookie year. Yards too. 
I'll take that. Yeah, he got the big 30 thing touchdowns is, out of Jameis Winston. Yeah. Dude. But it was also the same, basically the same offense, although they added some pretty good pieces. But still, he already had Godwin and Mike Evans, the same offense that, you know, Brady pretty much rode to a Super Bowl the next year. So, like, like Bruce Aaron's Arians basically said, like, I wouldn't have come to, you know, I wouldn't have come out of retirement to go to the Buccaneers if, like, I couldn't have Leftwich with me because they worked together in Arizona. And then Tom Brady also said, like, you know, if Leftwich, like, gets promoted to, like, head coach, like, you know, I'll have to rethink that next year. Like, this dude, like, Leftwich, like, makes big marks on people. I'm not trying to get, you know, we have plenty of time to talk about future head. We don't even, haven't fired Urban yet. But I'm just saying, people seem to like this guy as an actual, um, I don't know, more so than Urban, I feel. You know what would be crazy? More credibility. Is, what's crazy is that uh, – Byron Leftwich got drafted, started, became a backup, retired, became an assistant coach, offensive coordinator, and then maybe becomes a head coach. And then in that entire time, Tom Brady has been in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Brady's playing his after. best football right that now. Whole, an entire football life has come to fruition. And Brady was just like, yep, more Super Bowls. He how old are Brady's kids? Uh, he's no, they're kind of young. So could he play with his own kids? No, but LeBron James probably will. That's pretty cool. I think he's got like one or two more years. Nice. What's his kid's name? Uh, well, I think his name is LeBron James Jr., but he goes by Bronny. Bronny, Bronny James, dude. Yeah, yeah, LBJ. Bron, like the soap, because he's cleaning he's up. He's not as big a recruit, the... but he'll probably play in the NBA. Um, all right, is it three question time? Three questions. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's my three question. Uh, what's the craziest thing that Urban Meyer would have to do before the end of the year to get fired? That's, like, slightly realistic. Not going on, like, a murderous rampage. Whips his dick out at a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that's like the that's, craziest thing. I mean, I'm thinking of like the most That's not insane. the wildest thing because he's so dead set on proving people. Like, he, he gets said, caught like, driving drunk naked in a Taco Bell drive-thru. Oh, wait. <laughs> with Joe Collin going to Wendy's? I, a DUI for Urban truly isn't that would do wild. Nothing. I could a see DUI a DUI. would do nothing. To, to, he would definitely be coaching the following day like, you think so a dui nothing dui plus a wreck there might already been a dui no one even cared <laughs> <laughs> a wreck he hurt somebody yeah, yeah he hurt him. somebody not life-threatening but dinged him up you know the quickest way is a email where he's racist that'll that'll get him within the week <laughs> or domestic violence caught on video domestic violence he's gone he's gone that day those are the quickest ways to get fired in the NFL. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The, the things I, mean, I don't want to wish for. I don't want to wish these on other people. I'm just oh, saying. God. I need him to, to domestic violence himself. I could see him doing like a cocaine possession and he'd still keep his job. You know, like I don't. <laughs> He's going the I Tim Allen route. Yeah. Like who's, I mean, we both know he, he blazes. 
We've seen that video of him <laughs> yeah. clearly stoned, and he's like hiding oh, yeah. the bong. Him and Shelly are like clear swingers, so no kind of like if, family scandal. He's just scandals. stoned the entire game, and that's why you don't see him with a headset or doing anything. That's why all. he's bent over. He's like just trying to keep this shit together. Like yeah, <laughs> he's just like Fuck. he's got the spin. Where am I? <laughs> oh this my is God. a bad trip. Oh man, this really has think... been a bad trip. <laughs> I think like not to go like the crazy route. I think he would have like he would have to lose the rest of the games, maybe like publicly, like uh, like diminish Trevor or the team, or like publicly say something like that. Maybe like refuse to do like uh, like his media time or something. Like I could see any of those happening. Plus losing the rest of the games, so. Maybe something like that. Maybe he says something about Shad Khan. Mm, that uh, he always he he slobbers on Khan's knob. Khan like that's like what keeps his you know Khan just likes to hear nice things. So like corn on the con. <laughs> corn on the con. <laughs> so we'll make fake emails with him disparaging Khan's name. That's what we need to do, man. All right. Well, I got, I got. Well, I. I have two. One's kind of like a bonus, but I'll throw both at you rapid fire. It's called uh, three questions, Patrick. I know, I know. Well, I only have two. So uh, so we have – I know that our offense is terrible and our defense is actually like the stronger point of our team, but this stat still isn't great. We have two fumble recoveries on the season. So my question is – End of the season, do we have more victories or fumble recoveries? <laughs> I feel like turnovers in general, we only have like three. So well, that's a good one. We have like what, two interceptions maybe? Five interceptions. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> yeah. like not joking more than I thought. I'm uh, going fumble recover. I'm going to cut. I'm going to jump in. I'm going fumble recovery is more likely than a win to me. Because it requires nothing on the part of the Jags except for, like, being somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can luck into Exactly. You can be in the wrong recovery. spot and still get a fumble recovery. Like, blow I mean, a play and just so happen to be where the ball is. The Titans How many do we have, Patrick? Fumbled the, re- fumbled the opening kickoff Sunday, but they recovered it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. How many fumble recoveries do we have? The Dude. same amount of wins that we have. We have two right now. Right. Um, can I say it's a wash? Can I say we don't win anymore, but we also don't get any fumble recovery? <laughs> I think that's an answer. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's, I, I'm, uh, I don't see either of those happening for us anytime soon. Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> I mean, that's my uh, in-depth answer on that. That's also I gotta think it could get more depressing. The worst but, yeah. option. <laughs> um, did you have a second question, Patrick? Yeah. Are well, you sure? you I'll save it for next you week. You didn't sound. You didn't sound too. All right, I got All one. I'll, I came I'll up save with it for next week. When I was trying Not to twist in your arm. fix Zoom during our mid-pod break. Um, so, oh man, come luckily, on, dude. We we edited so well. You can't tell. There's a. Why no one to throw away our secrets. <laughs> I always like to blow, blow away the uh, 
the insider secrets of the game. Anyway, so I came up with it while I was trying to fix Zoom over the past 15 minutes. Uh, it was inspired by um, uh, notorious winner Urban Meyer. Uh, what I want you guys to do is tell me who's the biggest loser on the coaching staff. I just mean in general. Like, who do you think is probably the coach they all make fun of? Who's the biggest loser on the coaching staff? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say <laughs> Urban Meyer. They definitely – he's the Michael Scott of that office. He's the one sure. that everybody makes they fun of. They are definitely having parties that he didn't invite – he wasn't invited to, and he just shows up anyway, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's why he mm. owns his own steakhouse. Like, he can't get thrown out of there because he owns it. He can just be as big of a turd as he wants. This is my house. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that assistant coach slash linebackers coach, I think that's his title, Charlie Strong is the biggest loser because he's mm. known Urban Meyer the longest. That sounds very dreadful. That sounds very taxing on one's soul to <laughs> know somebody like Urban with that many different accusations over the years. And it's still paid, stick up for him. It's paid yeah, Charlie it's... pretty well though, over the over the years, though, to be friends with Urban. Um, <laughs> I'm going just based on the play of the position he coaches, and I'm giving it to Sanjay Lau. Sanjay Lau, biggest loser for me. Just Probably the receivers are so bad. Like so bad. worst I ever remember. You know, <laughs> ever. Kenny McCardell was actually a good fandom. coach. He was a great coach. He got more out of those guys than anyone else did. Bro, bro. He's coaching Justin Jefferson now. Imagine yep. Byron Leftwich, head coach, Keenan McCardell, offensive coordinator. Ooh. Nah, I don't know about that. Um, Ooh. Yeah. I'll, I'll Actually, just let Byron. We haven't got into this. I already know who I want. I think I've said it. I want, the, I want Kellen Moore. I want the offense coordinator for the Cowboys. Yeah, I take him too. Him or Byron are my two guys. I want Joe Lombardi, offensive coordinator of the Chargers, because Justin Herbert has fucking 60 touchdowns in the last two years. Did you see the one he threw? It had to be 60-plus yards. Yeah, just 65. Mm. That was – and it was mm. on the run. Like, oh. But that was their third best receiver. That dude would easily be best receiver on our team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want, I want Joe Lombardi. Yeah, see, that's and why I want the offensive Eckler. guy. You can't poach him if he's good because he's already your head coach. Just give me any kind of good offensive coordinator. That's all I want. I will that's say in, in regards to, uh, like, your your question, Shimmer, about being, like, a laughing stock. like, I know we've been bashing them all, and, like, I still will continue. But at halftime yesterday, going into the locker room, Smoot had his arm around Urban and was giving him, like, a like – a, Hey man, you know, like it's all good. And like Smoot can go more too. so like Smoot's yeah, a loser. More so, They're all losers. It's not a loser. I like Smoot. He's yeah, that's he's, what I'm saying. It's I more like so uh, indicative of <laughs> Smoot's character that he's like, you know, trying to pump up his head coach who's walking in the locker room with his fucking head down. Yeah, but the Marvin Jones apparently has like been a class professional everywhere else and and he's getting into it with Urban, right? Yeah. Like, he was on the Lions. He's used to losing. This is, not, <laughs> right. this is not new for him. So it's got to be – Urban has to be the problem. I don't even yeah. – I mean, 
he's definitely just going to, uh, you know, just wait out the clock <laughs> every day until he can get his money and bounce. Hey, guys, would you like to go on a, uh, a retrospective joyride with me down Urban Meyer Lane? Joyride? What? Joy? <laughs> Misery ride? <laughs> All right, listen here, losers. That was supposed to be my great segue to the game. Oh, that was, uh, we, yeah, that was not the best segue, but let's just go ahead and do it anyway. It's your game. You should cue the music. I curated a beautiful game for you all, and we're going to dive into it right now. Let's play a game, I have compiled a list of questions based all around Urban Meyer's tenure with us of some of his greatest hits <laughs> that he has had with us since, uh, I don't remember, I, I didn't look up when we actually hired him, like December, right after the year. He's been with the team for about a year now, and he's had some, some doozies. So I got some questions here. The, the answers may vary from question to question. Some might be more like you have to get it right. Some might be more like whoever's closest I'll give a point to kind of a thing. Because uh, I feel like I'm really bad at – I feel like you guys are really good at making games where it's just kind of like one consistent pattern throughout the whole game, and I'm really not good at that <laughs> for some reason. I'm really good at just getting a mirage of different types of questions that fall under a general umbrella. So that's what this is. It's uh, right, Urban right. Meyer's greatest hits. It's your hits. game, man. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Urban Meyer's Why? greatest hits. I'm a winner. Y'all are losers. Whoever wins <laughs> between you two, you're still losers to me. Oh, and we're going to defend our resumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me why you're a winner. <laughs> Go. I know I hired you and talked about how elite you were all year, but now that I'm looking bad, it's your fault. Yeah. You really did call them elite all the time. Yeah. That's fucking... Ugh. All right, question... Number one, for how well do you remember Urban Meyer's first year with us? What color top did the girl wear inside of Urban Meyer's steakhouse in Ohio while she was grinding up on him? What color top was she wearing while she was grinding away and he was finger blasting that ass? Take a second, write down an answer. Oh, yeah, I was going to so say, are we no, writing uh, this down? Yeah, no no answer copying by mistake. Only losers do that. Shimmer had a pen like ready to go. He was prepared. I always have a pen. Nice. <laughs> uh, All right, I got it. Patrick, what did you come up with? He's going Saturn? Salmon. I can't really see what's on your phone. And we have red pink. All right, so you're both salmon. Yeah. <laughs> Of all people, I wouldn't expect Patrick to be the one that wrote down salmon to describe a color. Why not me? Salmon, and we have a red-pink. Unfortunately, those are incorrect answers. She was wearing a white top, sleeveless, with jeans, while she was getting her booty fingered up on. That's right. Ooh. It was no lights. points. Really? It's, it's like my fantasy football team uh, logo. <laughs> if anything, <laughs> I wait. I think Urban Meyer, he had like an a Ohio State zip-up, and that was kind of like salmon-colored, I feel. Kind of like yeah, maybe. light red. So I feel like that's what mm -hmm. you guys had. I right. think it was the light from the Budweiser sign in his shitty-ass bar 
That was probably <laughs> making her <laughs> look like a pink shirt. Yeah. All right. So no points yet. We're going to move on to question two. This is the second highlight of Urban Meyer's year with us. Uh, he decided to sign his good friend, fellow Heisman Trophy winner, yet uh, suspiciously had never played the tight end position and hadn't even been in the NFL for years. He signed his good pal Tim Tebow to be a tight end for the Jags in the offseason. And on Tim Tebow's birthday, we played against the Browns, and he got one target, but he was not able to catch that target because another Jags player ran in front of him and caught his one target. Who was that Jag? Who stole Tim Tebow's thunder, his birthday thunder from him? Take a moment. That's a good question. Write down your answer. Mm. I think I got it. Another great moment in Urban Meyer's first year with us, signing Tim Tebow to be a tight end because fuck it. Why not? Your tight ends coach is going to leave at the end of the year anyways. He's going to like Virginia Tech or something apparently. So Yeah, well, he knows what he's doing, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shimmer, what do you have for us? I have fellow tight end who made the roster Luke Farrell. Luke Farrell. Patrick, what did you come up with us? We have a Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin. One point is going to Patrick. It was Tavon uh, Austin. Hell yeah. Like, jumped his route, stole his birthday thunder. The only other thing Tim Tebow did of any significance was that, like, horrible block where he just kind of rolled on the guy later in the game. God, that, got, that. that got memed pretty hard the next day. <laughs> All right. We have a one-to-nothing lead with Patrick. We're going to move on to another great moment in Urban Meyer's first year with us. He assembled what he at the time called an all-elite staff. Part of that staff included well-known racist Chris Doyle. Chris Doyle was not on the staff for very long, however. I need you, and this is a uh, whoever's closest gets the point, to let me know in hours and in minutes, how long was Chris Doyle on the Jags staff? And I'm going by, and I'll give you the numbers after I give you the answer. I'm going by when the Jags announced it on social media. And then his uh, firing time was when Adam Schefter reported it. How long do you think he was on the team? In days, hours, minutes? What's Chris Doyle doing currently? Who knows? Not working with any of the other 31 teams because they know how this works. You can't hire racists. Uh, I got it. All right. What do you got for us, Patrick? He is going with, is that uh, 26 hours, 39 minutes? Yeah. Okay. going 18 and a half hours. Less than 24, (laughs) less than a day. 18 and a half hours of employment with the Jets. So, also he Jaguars. resigned. He was yeah. he resigned, <laughs> which is also like just like Ur- Urban. Urban Meyer will, didn't have the balls to fire him. They let him resign. Urban's gonna follow suit and resign at, at the end of the season. Mark my words, he will resign within a week of the season ending. 
You know he's going to resign, and then he's going to be at a pool with Chris Doyle, and they're going to have marks, and they're going to laugh at us. Who fucking Mm -hmm. cares? All right. The Jags announced their staff on February 11th at exactly noon, and then the next day, February 12th, 11.15 p.m., Adam Schefter announced that Chris Doyle had resigned, so he lasted 35 hours and 45 minutes. So Patrick... Gets the point for being closer. Well, job done, Patrick, there. Which I remember they tried to sneak it out like right at midnight, like really late night when people weren't even paying attention. So they would like hopefully, you know, just kind of let it fade off into obscurity. Another ballless loser move. Come on, Urban Meyer. I mean, ballless loser. They are brilliant tacticians, you know? (laughs) No one will notice this. If we announce it at midnight. All right. Moving on to our next great moment in Urban Meyer, Jags history. Question number four. We took Trevor Lawrence first overall from the second we, yeah, we secured did. the first Indeed overall pick. Did. It was abundantly 100% absolutely certain he would be the day one starter. So you would think you would want him to get all of the reps in training camp to prepare him. Unfortunately, that was not the case because Urban Meyer insisted on having a quarterback uh, camp battle with Gardner Minshew, who eventually would get traded for a six-round pick. So apparently he's good enough to be in a battle with Minshew, but he's only good enough to be traded for a six-round pick. What day, like so like a month and a date, did Trevor Lawrence officially beat out Gardner Minshew to secure the starting job for your Jacksonville Jaguars? What date in camp? So a month and a day. And again, closest answer will get a point from me for this. When did the season start? <laughs> the season started like usually like what, the second week of September, September like 11th-ish. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm locked in. Patrick is locked in. Big money. Though in hindsight, it is kind of funny that the Eagles got Minshew for a six and he got to start the other week and absolutely balled out. He scored more points in the first half than Trevor scored ever as a Jaguar. I was so happy for him, too, which is bad. (laughs) I was so sad at the same time. Did you see him celebrate with his dad? Oh, my God. uh, It was so emotional. He looked like he was about to go into the danger zone. I I miss (laughs) Flint Minshew. I don't know Trevor's dad's name. He's not fun. All right, Shimmer, what, did you, uh, what is your guess? When did he earn the spot? On That's September 9th. Patrick is coming in. Wow, also with September 9th. So by default, you That's will also be. <laughs> is that really? <laughs> yeah. Is it? Wow. We'll give your mom a shout out. If she's listening. Next week, one pod. Well, I guess you uh, either both get a point or neither of you get a point because you actually guess the same. No. But I was saying whoever's closest. So I guess just no one gets a point. It was uh, August 25th, which I believe was after the second second to last or the first to last. I don't know how that stuff works. After the second preseason game. Mm. Yeah. So Patrick still has the two-to-nothing lead. Moving into our next question. Urban Meyer has obviously built up a good rapport with – the Jags with many of, you know, the players on the team. 
um, arguably none better than Mr. James Robinson, our uh, best <laughs> offensive player. They seem to be getting on great together. Uh, he likes him so much he doesn't want to overwork him. After he fumbled against the Rams, how many plays did Urban Meyer bench James Robinson for before he put him back in the game? Some could see it as, you know, not being accountable, like trying to pass, pass blame to the running back coach or Daryl Bevel. I see it as he was just trying to make sure James Robinson's legs were nice and fresh. This was which game? During the Rams game, James Robinson was benched by Urban Meyer for how many plays? All right, I'm in. How, how do you do that to your best defense? I can't even be sarcastic. Like, that's just, God damn it. So mad. Patrick has 16. Schumer has 36 plays. It felt like 36 plays. So it was a little bit less. It was 20 plays he got benched for. Ooh. Oh. So, this is the Rams game? Yes. Though Patrick was dead on, he was benched for 16 plays against the Falcons. So he had mm. to obviously increase it to really punish him to show him how good of a coach he is and how much of a loser James Robinson is. He's Ooh, a loser. I'm about to give the same type of performance the Jaguars did and not score any points. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really I'm, – I'm more in the spirit of the team. No, you'll score one when it doesn't matter. That's fair. Yeah, that is fair. Right. We'll finally actually play with some tempo and actually move the ball for once and then never do it again because that's yeah. what we do. Trevor's like, true. I like this. I feel more comfortable. Okay, cool. We'll never do that again, Trevor. <laughs> oh, you like that? You keep your mouth shut. You're Wait, you want James Robinson in the game? Well, fuck him. He's never coming back in. So <laughs> He's a loser. You. Here's Carlos yeah. Hyde. He was a champ back at Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, he's a winner. Urban Sexton. Meyer is this, he's the Skip Bayless of coaches. Whatever anyone says he should do, he does the opposite. Whatever the actual right take would be, no, nah, not doing it. I'm excited just to refresh Twitter once we get done recording. Just to, something's, something new will pop up, I promise you. Every five minutes, it's addicting. All right, I have yeah, one final I, question. Um, all right, but uh, I'm going to try to look in to see if I can find the details of his contract and if I can find out oh, if there is the clause. They are. Because it would explain the story so easily. You would have all to right. break into the kismet personally and, like, hack it. Like, those details are so underwrapped. Like, Khan does not want you to know what? how much he's about to waste they on They should Urban. be public. I mean, part of the, should you be. know, city uh, owns the team, but whatever. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. All right, final question. Uh, it's worth right, are I'm the models. I'm getting on the board. Haven't been, you know, left at zero since 2009. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, try to be a winner for one, Shimmer. All right, uh, <laughs> you actually, you hinted at this earlier, um, but my question is a little bit different, that well-renowned, like Urban Meyer, winner coach, has gone on record saying that, you know, we need to finally start getting – the rookie some more playing time since you know like we're eliminated from the playoffs there's nothing really to play for like let's at least get the rookies some playing time which he has said the past couple of weeks and it never really seems to matter because like you had said earlier Demetrius Harvey tweeted that uh you know Urban Meyer said he thought Cisco was getting some more snaps recently and then he had to point out that he had zero snaps against the Titans so Urban keeps thinking his younger players are playing but they're not um, so I looked up Andre Sisko's snaps for the entire season. How many snaps do you think Andre Sisko has played for the Jags 
in his first, uh, what is it, 13 games as an NFL pro. Third-round pick. He is known as a ball-hawking safety. He had, like, 12 interceptions or something. special teams. Just, right? just defense. Sorry, just defense. Oh, just defense. Yeah, just defensive snaps at the safety position. How many has he taken so far? I mean, it's really hard to put Andrew Wingard on the bench. He's playing some good football for us, but uh, that's a lot. You know what I was He's thinking? I, I have to come up with a number, but I had this thought during the game, which was if you would have told me that Andrew Wingard would probably play more snaps of football for our team than anyone else on the team, I would have been shocked. At the beginning of the season, this guy's going to end up being the Iron Man, playing more football for us than anyone else on the defense. But well, write down your answer, and as you're writing it down, I'll give you one little factoid to go up to follow up with that. With I tried to find like how many total snaps the Jags' defense has played in general. I couldn't find that exact number, but I did find that uh, the two leaders so far have been uh, uh, Jenkins. He's played 123 snaps. And Wingard has played 815, so they're both basically like at 95%. So yeah, both of our Wait, safeties. Say that again. Both Jenkins and Wingard have played basically like 815 snaps, which was good for 95% of all defensive snaps. So they basically have played every defensive snap so far. But how many do you think Cisco has played? All right, I got mine. What's your guess, yeah, Shimmer? I got it. I'm sticking with my guess. From last gun. 36. 36. And what about you, Patrick? 36 snaps. 12. So you both didn't quite give out. You finally undersold Urban just a little bit. He did a little bit better than you thought he would. He has let Cisco play 67 snaps on defense this year. But like I just That's said, Wingard played point, 815. <laughs> and he sucks. The dude whiffs and like doesn't tackle and has no ball skills. Oh, my God. It makes me so mad. I don't remember who the winner is. I and guess you're the winner, Patrick. All right, I'll take that. We're all losers. You're, yeah, we're you all losers. I'm a winner. I spent like an hour of my day looking up things that Urban Meyer has pissed me off about this year. And you know that he, uh, they showed this one. He had uh, nine losses ever at Ohio State, and he's got ten already. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yeah, Welcome to Jackson. He doesn't have his own restaurant here, dude. He has nowhere to unwind. <laughs> He's a loser. That's what someone needs to point out to him. It's like, no, you are a loser. Yeah, Look at what's going on. Um, it's just, it's a different game, you know. These people don't need him. It's not like a college scholarship where you can just. I've got all the talent on my team, and your team doesn't. You know, this is the opposite where everyone is talented, but you are far less so. So it's just if you far could coach. Less so. And it's clearly obvious. I'm trying to think, when was the last time he was like, the, he didn't have the top talent as probably over two decades ago, and he's been coasting. Yeah. That's what it is. Coasting bastard. I hate him so Are much. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what'd you call him? A ballist loser. Ballist loser. <laughs> um, disturb the air. We do a uh, uh, nah. quick, quick picks for the for the Houston game this Sunday. Long. <laughs> well, there's been some reports that 
you know, this the classic like if we lose this week against this bad team, he'll get fired by like one person tweeting, which is like the stupidest thing, which means, oh, if you can eke out a victory against the other worst team, that means you deserve your job longer. Like, that's so stupid. Like, if that's the requirements, then you should already be fired, which means we're probably going to win. Because if Khan truly what is like, this is the week, now we're going to beat the Texans by one point, and it's going to fuck everything up. But, no, I still think we're going to lose because we are. Davis Mills looked pretty decent. I didn't watch just based on stat line and, you know, like – He's not playing, like, horrible football statistically, so Davis Mills will beat us. He's an appointed I came up with a, loser. a caveat for uh, my two first name rule, that if you have two last names, you're, uh, it works opposite and you're less good at football. So uh, Davis Mills is terrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, and yet, He'll probably ball out on us, and we are going to lose. I'm going to go uh, – let's do one of those Sean scores. We're going to go, like, uh, 18 to 10 Texans. <laughs> Damn, 10? Pretty good. We're good. I mean, we average 12. So. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, we lose. I'm going to say I'm, – I'm sticking with consistency. I'm going to say we score 13.8 points somehow. <laughs> And uh, the Texans, I didn't look up what our defense has been giving up. I should have looked that up. I'm going to say we lose like 26 to 13.8. Wow. I'm going to say 13 to 9 Jaguars. We're going to win. <gasps> no. You know, if we were picking, by the way, it, every game since we started this thing, and all you did was just pick the Jaguars to lose – you would be correct 95, <laughs> 96% of the time. Damn, those are winger numbers. We should have just been betting on the Jaguars to lose for the last 30 games. Matt. Guaranteed money. I got to figure out how to bet on the Jags losing so I can make some smart, money. Just... That's smart betting. I would easily, I would gladly bet $100 a week for the Jags to lose because I'm either going to be proven wrong and we win and that's cool, or I make a bunch of money. It yeah. is. It is so, a win-win. So I got to figure <laughs> out how that. Will there be a fire Meyer or a disturb the herb chant happening at the game? Is it a home I game? Hope, yeah, it's I home hope game. there's a disturb the herb. There will be. Did you guys notice at the end of the Titans game, you you could hear fans in the Titans stands chanting, "It's all your fault," and I don't know who they were yelling that to, but I would think it's Urban. But they had the crowd mic'd up and like. In the broadcast, you could hear them. They were like, it's all Did anybody your get fault. It ejected? It's all your fault. I don't know. That's what they say to the uh, like players who foul out. They'll like in a college basketball, when they foul out of the game and they can't play anymore, they'll they'll watch their feet and like when they step, they'll go left, right, left, right, until they sit on the bench and they're like, You're out of here, and then they start chanting, It's all your fault. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which I, think, I don't get it. It's just like this is your fault. You're out of the game. Fuck you. Oh. Sean, look but, it up on the on the Twitter and let us know. Sorry, I was tweeting. Uh, I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, Sean's checked out of this podcast. I was I was I was <laughs> He's not as checked out as Urban. <laughs> I was adding hashtag disturb the herb to the timeline. Thank you very much. Disturb the herb. <laughs> I'm trying to that'd be good for like media and players to use. Uh it's like it'll be like their secret lingo. They would, you know, try to like, you know, let stuff leak out. That makes urban look even worse because that's like, you know, disturbing the herb. 
So <laughs> we'll get it going. What's so that? Or did you want to ask me anything? Or are we done? No, I did ask you, but you weren't listening. So <laughs> it's awkward goodbye. You couldn't even get my attention. Fucking loser. I'm looking straight at you. <laughs> are we done? Disturb <laughs> the herb. All right. On behalf of all God hates Jags, we'll catch you later, losers. Go out there and disturb the herb however you can. Signs at the game. to Trevor Lawrence. We had to cut him for time. Hopefully we can get him on next week. Sorry, Trevor. James Robinson, there's no hope for you. You're going to be – we're going to have to bench you for at least 20 pods. So we'll get you you early next season with Byron Leftwich. He'll, He'll run you. Or Fournette. Last, last, as I say goodbye, God damn it, Fournette looks <laughs> better week it. by week. He's killing it. God damn it. He looks better on that team. He's got <laughs> juice in his legs. He's Have you got juice that? in his when legs. Guys leave, when they <laughs> leave, they somehow look better for some reason. It's somehow, like, yeah. sometimes we do draft good people, but we just fuck every else part of it up. It's the uh, juice. Yeah. All right, I got to get out of here. I'm going to go disturb the earth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later. Disturb away. Catch you on the flip flop. <laughs> <laughs>